As a teenager who rode off to fight Union militiamen with Confederate guerrillas, Jesse James was never able to give up the outlaw life, thanks to the attention he got from his crimes. But do you know why one of his own men turned against him in the end? Welcome to Killer Knowledge, the daily true crime trivia show. I'm Carter Roy. It's time to play along with your friends, family, or fellow true crime fans. You'll have the chance to answer five trivia questions with six seconds to make your guess. So let's play Killer Knowledge. Jesse James was too young to fight with the Confederacy in the Civil War. But after Union militiamen roughed up his family... A 16-year-old blue-eyed Jesse joined a group of pro-Confederate guerrillas to take out his revenge. And his life as a criminal outlaw was set in motion. Question number one. Who was the leader of the pro-Confederate guerrillas Jesse joined? A. Benjamin Sims. B. Reuben Samuel. C. Bill Anderson. The correct answer is C. Bloody Bill Anderson. After the war ended, many guerrillas returned to civilian life, but Jesse chose to continue fighting. Because of Bloody Bill Anderson's death, Jesse targeted a bank in Missouri he thought was run by Samuel P. Cox, the man who had killed Bill. This would be the first time newspapers mentioned Jesse's name, and he was hooked. Question number two. In what Missouri city was the bank robbery that got Jesse James his first taste of publicity? A, Kansas City. B, Gallatin. C, Lexington. The correct answer is... B. Gallatin, Missouri. He got away with very little money, but his escape is what caught the newspaper's attention. But not all the bank robberies involving Jesse James and friends were that successful. In fact, the one in Northfield, Minnesota is historically a disaster, where some robbers died and only Jesse and his brother, Frank, escaped. Question number three. Where did Jesse and Frank escape to after the Northfield disaster? A. Tennessee B. Kentucky C. Wyoming The correct answer is A. Tennessee. After that, Frank settled down. But Jesse wanted back into his criminal ways. The problem became, Jesse's new gang were in it just for the money, not ideology. So when Missouri's governor offered a bounty on Jesse, one of his men, Robert Ford, took up the offer. Question number four. How much was the bounty on Jesse James? A. $5,000 B. $10,000, C, $20,000. 
The correct answer is B, $10,000. There are versions of the story that say Jesse knew Robert and his brother were planning to betray him. On April 3, 1882, Jesse James was shot in the back of the head while in his rented home in St. Joseph, Missouri. Question number five to end this episode. What was Jesse James doing when he was killed? A. Eating dinner. B. Looking out the window. C. Dusting a picture. The correct answer is C. He was dusting a picture. Just like his own crimes, Jesse James' death was a public spectacle, and Robert Ford and his brother took full credit. After they surrendered, they were charged with first-degree murder, sentenced to be hanged, and then fully pardoned by the governor. To everyone listening, thank you for playing Killer Knowledge with us. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at ParCast and on Twitter at Parcast Network. And you can also listen to more episodes of Killer Knowledge and other ParCast originals on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Carter Roy. Join us again to find out if you can call yourself a true crime expert. Killer Knowledge was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler. Produced by Kristen Acevedo, John Cohen, Gitu Mera, and Jonathan Ratliff. Sound designed by Kristen Acevedo. Killer Knowledge stars Carter Roy. Thank you.